Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family for wherever you may be listening from. I've just come with another thought this morning. We'll start off with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we look to you this morning, Father God. Thank you for opening our eyes, whatever time zone we may be in. We thank you for covering us with the blood. We thank you for watching over us, guiding us and protecting us, helping us to walk in destiny and purpose. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. This morning, I just it's a quick thought that that um, the Lord has given me really concerning is the Bible, and I know that there's some people that there's some people that go to churches that will only read one version of the Bible, and there's some people that say that unless it's the King James, it's not the right translation of the Bible. But a lot of the Bible's translation come from the same fragments that they found whether in the Dead Sea or wherever they found them. So their translations are supposed to be similar, if not exact. But I think the, the most important thing to God for us is that we should really understand his word. And I know that this, I've heard people say, unless it's the King James, it's not the right version. But there's people that don't understand the King James Version. And that means that they're not going to be able to read the Bible. There's young people coming that don't really understand the King James Version. And it would be it would be sad if they if they are denied know, knowing God and reading his word. So the most important thing to God for his children is that we should understand his word. That we can read his word, depend on his word. And walk by his grace and his mercy. Because that's what he that's what he has for us. So this morning. It doesn't matter if you you might have a Bible and you can't and you can't afford you might have a Bible already and you can't afford to buy a new one. That's alright. There's Bible apps that gives you a lot of different versions. But the most important thing is that we are supposed to know we are supposed to know and understand the word of God that we can walk the way that he wants us to walk because it's no good it's no good it's no good we are reading and we don't really understand because I must say I've got the King James version the new King James version as well and there's times there's times when I would look in the, the King James and I wouldn't really fully understand what it what it means and if I look in the the new King James the, the the understanding would be a bit clearer so for me personally it's about knowing the word of god it's about being able to to understand the word of god and to be able to being able to apply it to our life because that's what it's about it's not about just reading the bible and not being able to understand it we have to read the bible with understanding that what god is saying to us we can really know and understand what he's saying and run with it because sometimes if we're going to say, sometimes we could say, oh, we don't really understand what this is saying or understand that it's saying. We need to look, we need to go, you know, in this time, we are, we are most privileged because we can go online and get, you know, get all different versions, all different versions of the Bible. Sometimes people study the Greek, sometimes they study the Hebrew. That means that you can go on there and get the nearest, the nearest of, of of what was said at the time by Jesus, by the prophets, by the, the Old and New Testament. And we can walk the way that we're supposed to walk. 
Because when you when you look at even when he said when we're in Christ, we're a new creation. All things are gone, behold, all things have become new. And if you look into the, in the Amplified Bible, you know, when it tells us that it means that our moral our moral and our spiritual standards have to change. And it gives us an understanding to say the things that we used to do, we can't do them anymore. Because when we were in Christ, we were a new creature. The old things, the old things that we used to do, the things that we used to think. And when we, when we get it deep to say moral standards and everything like that, it shows us that if we are still do, practicing the things that we used to do when we were, when we were in the world, we, we, we can't become the new creations that God wants us to, to become. So we have to just read our Bible, ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom and understanding that we can walk the way that we're supposed to walk in him. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. That is an instruction book for us to know how to live our life in the best way possible. May you guide us in, may you guide us in it. May you protect us. May you help us to walk in destiny and purpose. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And if you don't know the Lord for yourself, the Bible tells us that if you confess in your heart and you, and, you believe, and you believe with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he came and died for us, that we should have life and have it more abundantly, we can be saved because that's what Jesus came to do. So if you, if you make that declaration and you believe it in your heart, you can, God will help you to find a Bible-believing church. You tell them that you've given your life to the Lord and you get baptized, your Bible study, you know, your, your fellowship. The Lord has said that if you're not able to afford a Bible or ministry, you'll give Bible to new converts. But get to know the word of God and live by his, his grace and his mercy. Because in this time, when there, there are a lot of struggles and things that come in, trials that come in life. And with him, all things are possible. Have a blessed day. Jesus loves you and so do I. God bless. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Blessed and free family. Welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. I'd like to say a word of prayer and then see what God has to say to move us into the position that he wants us to move in today. Father God, your word is before us, Father God. I pray that as I read your word to your people, Father God, whatever you need them to learn, they will learn, Father God. And whatever words I can't pronounce, help me to pronounce them, Father God, that they will receive what they need to receive. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This word is taken from Second Kings, verse 3. Sorry, chapter 3. And it says, Moab rebels against Israel. Now, Jerom, Jerom the son of Abel, became king over Israel at Samaria in the 18th year of Jehovah, king of Judah, and reigned 12 years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his mother and father. For he put away the sacred pillows of Baal and his father that his father had made. Nevertheless, he persisted in the sins of Jerobam, um, the son of Nepan, 
who had made Israel sin, he did not depart from them. But Mesram, king of Moab, was a sheep, was a sheep bearer, breeder, and he regularly paid the king of Israel one hundred thousand lambs and wolves and bull of one hundred thousand rams. What did happen when Abab died? The king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So King Jeroboam went out of Samaria at that time and mustered all Israel. Then he went and then he then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, saying, "The king of Moab hath rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab?" And he said, "I will go up. I will go up." I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. Then he said, Which way shall we go up? And he answered, By the way of the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom, and they marched on that roundabout route seven days, and there was no water for the army nor for the animals that followed them. And the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here, and we, that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of the servants of the king of Israel answered and said, Elijah, the son of Snappad, is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah, the the and Jehoshaphat said the word of the word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Eden went went down to him. Then Elisha said to the king of Israel, What have I to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father and the prophets of your mother. But the king of Israel said to him, No, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of, of Moab. And Elisha said, As the, the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, of Jehoshaphat king of, Israel, of Judah, I would not look at you nor see you, but now bring me a musician. And it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, Thus says the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. For thou, says the Lord, You shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley will be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hands. Also, you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city that shall cut down, uh, sorry, and shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land with stones. Now it happened in the morning when the grain of offering, the, when the grain offering was offered, that suddenly water came by the way of Edom. And the land was filled with water. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, 
all who were able to bear arms and who were able to bear arms and, and older were gathered and they stood at the border. Then they rose up early in the morning and the sun was shining on the water and the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood and they said, This is blood. The kings have surely struck swords and killed each other. Now therefore Moab, Moab's to the spoils. So when they came to the land, the camp of Israel, Israel rose up and attacked the Moabites so that they fled before them and they entered their land, killing the Moabites. Then they destroyed the, the cities and each man threw a stone on every good piece of land and filled it and they stopped up all the springs of water and cut down all the good trees. But they left the, the stones of Kerashadash in intact however the sling the slingers surrounded and attacked it and when the king of Moabad saw that the battle was too fierce for him he took with him several hundred men several thousand men who were who the who had drew swords to break through to the the king of Edom but they could not then he took his eldest son who would have reigned in his place and offered him as a burnt offering upon the wall and there was great indignation against Israel, so they departed from him and returned to their own land. These are the words of the Lord. And the word that the Lord wants to give us is, is God will fool your enemies into leaving you alone. We see that when, they, when the Moabites saw the water on the other side, they thought it was blood. That means that they thought the three kings who had come to attack them were attacking each other. But it wasn't so. It wasn't so. Because it was a trap that God had set for them. In this life, we go through all situations. But God wants us to win. I was listening to a message from Bishop, Bishop um, T.G. Jakes, which said... We are built for expansion. We have to be kingdom minded to receive the things that God has for us in this time. We were built to stretch. We were built to dig. And there are times in life when we are digging that we get frustrated and we want to put down the shovel because we think this is not going to work. This can't work. This is too simple. This word and this verse is too simple to work for my life. But... From it comes from the mouth of God and a prophet of God. It will work. We see that just Asaphat asked for a man of God because he knew that God had his prophets and his people. And as a prophet said, if it wasn't for Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't be taking any notice of the king of Israel of Israel because his, his parents was Jezebel. Was Jezebel. That killed, that killed innocent people to take their land and did evil against the Lord. But because of Jehoshaphat, bring a musician and God will give me a word. And whatever is to be done will be done and you will have victory. When God sends you a man of God, a woman of God, to give you a word, take the word and work it and dig with it. Dig with that word and God will use it to set you free 
we will never understand what God is doing in our life. But when I listened to that word today, keep digging, I started to cry. I don't know why it affected me in that way, but it did. And then the Lord gave me the word. God will fool your enemies into leaving you alone. Whether it's an enemy of sickness, an enemy of luck, whatever the enemy may be, God will fool your enemy into leaving you alone. God will fool our enemies into leaving us alone. And what they see, what God will make them see, is not really what's there, but God is using that for them to leave us alone. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your living word. We thank you for your word that you give us, that we can stand strong in you. We thank you that you give us a word daily, and all we have to do is trust in you and listen to what you're saying. We're not to listen to confusion. We're not to listen to what other... We're not to listen to what others are saying, but we must trust God. Trust God to fool our enemies into leaving us alone. So, Father God, as we look to you today, Father God, we ask you to help us to walk in purpose and destiny that you have ordained for each and every one, wherever we may be. I pray for my brothers and sisters all over the world, wherever they may be, those who are listening in, Father God, there's a reason that they are listening because you have created us all for a time like this. Continue to watch over us, Lord. Continue to guide. Continue to protect us. Continue to give us your living word that we're able to go from strength to strength to accomplish, accomplish all you have called us to accomplish. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God will use, use whatever he needs to to let your enemies leave you alone. To let our enemies leave us alone. If you do not know the Lord for yourself. The beginning of a relationship. Is to trust and believe. That Jesus died on the cross. That you should have life. And have it more abundantly. And you ask God to forgive you your sins. And ask him to give you a rebirth. Into the spirit. That you can walk with him. And talk with him. It will help you to find a Bible believing church. That you can get baptized. Read your Bible. Get to know him for yourself. Get to know him for yourself. And the simplest of words that he gives you will be a word that sets you free. Have a blessed day, everyone. Trust and believe in God. There's nothing impossible for him. The blood of Jesus saved us. And if we trust in it, we will have eternal life. Amen. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Blessed and Free family, welcome to another podcast from Blessed and Free 63. I'd like to say a word of prayer and then see what God has to say to move us into the position that he wants us to move in today. Father God, your word is before us, Father God. I pray that as I read your word to your people, Father God, whatever you need them to learn, they will learn, Father God. And whatever words I can't pronounce, help me to pronounce them, Father God. That they will receive what they need to receive. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This word is taken from Second Kings, verse 3. Sorry, chapter 3. And it says, Moab rebels against Israel. Now, Jerom, Jerom the son of Abel, became king over Israel at Samaria 
in the 18th year of Jehovah's fat king of Judah, and reigned twelve years, and he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like his mother and father, for he put away the sacred pillows of Baal, and his father that his father had made. Nevertheless, he persisted in the sins of Jeroboam, um, the son of Nebam, who had made Israel sin. He did not depart from them. But Mesram, king of Moab, was a sheep, was a sheep bearer, breeder, and he regularly paid the king of Israel one hundred thousand lambs and wolves and bull of one hundred thousand rams. But it happened when Abab died, the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So King Jeroboam went out of Samaria at that time and mustered all Israel. Then he went and then he then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab hath rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? And he said, I will go up. I will go up. I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. Then he said, Which way shall we go up? And he answered, By the way of the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom, and they marched on that roundabout route seven days, and there was no water for the army nor for the animals that followed them. And the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here, and we may, that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of the servants of the king of Israel answered and said, Elijah, the son of Snappad, is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. The, the, and Jehoshaphat said, The word of the word of the Lord is with him. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went went down to him. Then Elisha said to the king of Israel, What have I to do with you? Go to the prophets of your father and the prophets of your mother. But the king of Israel said to him, No, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of, of Moab. And Elisha said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, of Jehoshaphat, king of, Israel, of Judah, I would not look at you nor see you, but now bring me a musician. And it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him, and he said, Thus says the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. For thou, says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley will be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hands. Also, you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city, 
that shall cut down at sorry and shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land with stones now it happened in the morning when the grain of offering the, when the grain offering was offered that suddenly water came by the way of edom and the land was filled with water and when all the moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them all who were able to bear arms and who were able to bear arms and and older were gathered and they stood at the border then they rose up early in the morning and the sun was shining on the water and the moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood and they said this is blood the kings have surely struck swords and killed each other now therefore moabs moabs to the spoils so when they came to the land the camp of israel israel rose up and attacked the moabites so that they fled before them and they entered their land killing the moabites then they destroyed the, the cities and each man threw a stone on every good piece of land and filled it and they stopped up all the springs of water and cut down all the good trees but they left the, the stones of Kerashadash in intact however the sling the slingers surrounded and attacked it and when the king of moabad saw that the battle was too fierce for him he took with him several hundred men several thousand men who were who the who had drew swords to break through to the the king of edom but they could not then he took his eldest son who would have reigned in his place and offered him as a burnt offering upon the wall and there was great indignation against israel so they departed from him and returned to their own land these are the words of the lord and the word that the lord wants to give us is is god will fool your enemies into leaving you alone we see that when they when the moabites saw the water on the other side they thought it was blood that means that they thought the three kings who had come to attack them were attacking each other but it wasn't so it wasn't so because it was a trap that god had set for them in this life we go through all situations but god wants us to win i was listening to a message from bishop bishop um tg jakes which said we are built for expansion we have to be kingdom minded to receive the things that god has for us in this time we were built to stretch we were built to dig and there are times in life when we are digging that we get frustrated and we want to put down the shovel because we think this is not going to work this can't work this is too simple this word and this verse is too simple to work for my life but from it comes from the mouth of god and a prophet of god it will work we see that just asafat asks for a man of god because he knew that god had his prophets and his people and as a prophet said if it wasn't for jehoshaphat i wouldn't be taking any notice of the king of israel of israel because his his parents was jezebel was jezebel that killed that killed innocent people to take their land 
and did evil against the Lord. But because of Jehoshaphat, bring a musician and God will give me a word. And whatever is to be done will be done and you will have victory. When God sends you a man of God, a woman of God, to give you a word, take the word and work it and dig with it. Dig with that word and God will use it to set you free. We, we will never understand what God is doing in our life. But when I listen to that word today, keep digging, I started to cry. I don't know why it affected me in that way, but it did. And then the Lord gave me the word. God will fool your enemies into leaving you alone. Whether it's an enemy of sickness, an enemy of luck, whatever the enemy may be, God will fool your enemy into leaving you alone. God will fool our enemies into leaving us alone. And what they see, what God will make them see, is not really what's there, but God is using that for them to leave us alone. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your living word. We thank you for your word that you give us, that we can stand strong in you. We thank you that you give us a word daily, and all we have to do is trust in you and listen to what you're saying. We're not to listen to confusion. We're not to listen to what other... We're not to listen to what others are saying, but we must trust God. Trust God to fool our enemies into leave us, leaving us alone. So, Father God, as we look to you today, Father God, we ask you to help us to walk in purpose and destiny that you have ordained for each and every one, wherever we may be. I pray for my brothers and sisters all over the world, wherever they may be, those who are listening in, Father God, there's a reason that they are listening because you have created us all for a time like this. Continue to watch over us, Lord. Continue to guide. Continue to protect us. Continue to give us your living word that we're able to grow from strength to strength to accomplish, accomplish all you have called us to accomplish. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God will use whatever he needs to to let your enemies leave you alone to let our enemies leave us alone. If you do not know the Lord for yourself, the beginning of a relationship is to trust and believe that Jesus died on the cross, that you should have life and have it more abundantly. And you ask God to forgive you your sins and ask him to give you a rebirth into the spirit that you can walk with him and talk with him. It'll help you to find a Bible-believing church that you can get baptized. Read your Bible. Get to know him for yourself. Get to know him for yourself. And the simplest of words that he gives you will be a word that sets you free. Have a blessed day, everyone. Trust and believe in God. There's nothing impossible for him. The blood of Jesus saved us. And if we trust in it, we will have eternal life. Amen. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Blessed and Free family, welcome to another broadcast from Blessed and Free 63. I'd like to say a word of prayer and then see what God has to say to move us into the position that he wants us to move in today. Father God, your word is before us, Father God. I pray that as I read your word to your people, Father God, whatever you need them to learn, they will learn, Father God. And whatever words I can't pronounce, help me to pronounce them, Father God. That they will receive what they need to receive. 
In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This word is taken from 2 Kings verse 3. Sorry, chapter 3. And it says, Moab rebels against Israel. Now, Jerom, Jerom the son of Abel, became king over Israel at Samaria in the 18th year of Jehovah's fat king of Judah and reigned 12 years and he did evil in the sight of the Lord but not like his mother and father for he put away the sacred pillows of Baal and his father that his father had made nevertheless he persisted in the sins of Jeroboam um, the son of Nepan, who had made Israel sin, he did not depart from them. But Meshem, king of Moab, was a sheep, was a sheep bearer, breeder, and he regularly paid the king of Israel one hundred thousand lambs and wolves, and bull of one hundred thousand rams. But it happened when Abab died the king of Moab rebelled against the king of Israel. So King Jeroboam went out of Samaria at that time and mustered all Israel. Then he went and then he then he went and sent to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab hath rebelled against me. Will you go with me to fight against Moab? And he said, I will go up. I will go up. I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. Then he said, Which way shall we go up? And he answered, By the way of the wilderness of Edom. So the king of Israel went with the king of Judah and the king of Edom, and they marched on that roundabout route seven days, and there was no water for the army nor for the animals that followed them. And the king of Israel said, Alas, for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of Moab. But Jehoshaphat said, Is there no prophet of the Lord here, and we, that we may inquire of the Lord by him? So one of the servants of the king of Israel answered and said, Elijah, the son of Snappad, is here, who poured water on the hands of Elijah. The, the and Jehoshaphat said the word of the word of the Lord is with him so the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat and the king of Edom went went down to him then Elisha said to the king of Israel what have I to do with you go to the prophets of your father and the prophets of your mother but the king of Israel said to him no for the Lord has called these three kings together to deliver them into the hand of, of Moab. And Elisha said, As the, the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, of Jehoshaphat, king of, Israel, of Judah, I would not look at you nor see you, but now bring me a musician. And it happened when the musician played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he said, Thus says the Lord, Make this valley full of ditches. 
For thou, says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain, yet that valley will be filled with water, so that you, your cattle, and your animals may drink. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also deliver the Moabites into your hands. Also, you shall attack every fortified city and every choice city that shall cut down at, sorry, and shall cut down every good tree and stop up every spring of water and ruin every good piece of land with stones. Now it happened in the morning when the grain of offering, the, when the grain offering was offered, that suddenly water came by the way of Edom, and the land was filled with water. And when all the Moabites heard that the kings had come up to fight against them, all who were able to bear arms, and who were able to bear arms and and older were gathered, and they stood at the border. Then they rose up early in the morning, and the sun was shining on the water. And the Moabites saw the water on the other side as red as blood. And they said, This is blood. The kings have surely struck swords and killed each other. Now therefore, Moabs, Moabs to the spoils. So when they came to the land, the camp of Israel, Israel rose up and attacked the Moabites so that they fled before them. And they entered their land, killing the Moabites. Then they destroyed the, the cities, and each man threw a stone on every good piece of land and filled it, and they stopped up all the springs of water and cut down all the good trees. But they left the, the stones of Kerashadash intact. In However, the, sling, the slingers surrounded and attacked it. And when the king of Moabad saw that the battle was too fierce for him, he took with him several hundred men, several thousand men who were who the who had drew swords to break through to the, the king of Edom, but they could not. Then he took his eldest son who would have reigned in his place and offered him as a burnt offering upon the wall, and there was great indignation against Israel, so they departed from him and returned to their own land. These are the words of the Lord. And the word that the Lord wants to give us is, is God will fool your enemies into leaving you alone. We see that when they when the Moabites saw the water on the other side, they thought it was blood. That means that they thought the three kings who had come to attack them were attacking each other, but it wasn't so. It wasn't so. Because it was a trap that God had set for them. In this life, we go through all situations, but God wants us to win. I was listening to a message from Bishop Bishop um, T. G. Jakes, which said, "We are built for expansion. We have to be kingdom-minded to receive the things that God has for us in this time. We were built to stretch." We were built to dig. And there are times in life when we are digging that we get frustrated and we want to put down the shovel because we think this is not going to work. This can't work. This is too simple. This word and this verse is too simple to work for my life. But from it comes from the mouth of God and a prophet of God, it will work. We see 
that just Asaph had asked for a man of God because he knew that God had his prophets and his people. And as a prophet said, if it wasn't for Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't be taking any notice of the king of Israel, of Israel because his, his parents was, Jeze was Jezebel that killed, that killed innocent people to take their land and did evil against the Lord. But because of Jehoshaphat, bring a musician and God will give me a word and whatever is to be done will be done and you will have victory. When God sends you a man of God, a woman of God, to give you a word, take the word and work it and dig with it. Dig with that word and God will use it to set you free. We, we will never understand what God is doing in our life. But when I listen to that word today, keep digging, I started to cry. I don't know why it affected me in that way, but it did. And then the Lord gave me the word. God will fool your enemies into leaving you alone. Whether it's an enemy of sickness, an enemy of luck, whatever the enemy may be, God will fool your enemy into leaving you alone. God will fool our enemies into leaving us alone. And what they see, what God will make them see, is not really what's there, but God is using that for them to leave us alone. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your living word. We thank you for your word that you give us, that we can stand strong in you. We thank you that you give us a word daily, and all we have to do is trust in you and listen to what you're saying. We're not to listen to confusion. We're not to listen to what other... We're not to listen to what others are saying, but we must trust God. Trust God to fool our enemies into leave us, leaving us alone. So, Father God, as we look to you today, Father God, we ask you to help us to walk in purpose and destiny that you have ordained for each and every one, wherever we may be. I pray for my brothers and sisters all over the world, wherever they may be, those who are listening in, Father God, there's a reason that they are listening because you have created us all for a time like this. Continue to watch over us, Lord. Continue to guide. Continue to protect us. Continue to give us your living word that we're able to go from strength to strength to accomplish, accomplish all you have called us to accomplish. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God will use, use whatever he needs to to let your enemies leave you alone. To let our enemies leave us alone. If you do not know the Lord for yourself. The beginning of a relationship. Is to trust and believe. That Jesus died on the cross. That you should have life. And have it more abundantly. And you ask God to forgive you your sins. And ask him to give you a rebirth. Into the spirit. That you can walk with him. And talk with him. It will help you to find a Bible believing church. That you can get baptized. Read your Bible. Get to know him for yourself. Get to know him for yourself. And the simplest of words that he gives you will be a word that sets you free. Have a blessed day, everyone. Trust and believe in God. There's nothing impossible for him. The blood of Jesus saved us. And if we trust in it, we will have eternal life. Amen.